This program was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Hawke's Bay, your community access media station. Thanks to New Zealand On Air for making this type of programming possible. Radio Hawks Bay. This is a program in the garden with Megan, and it's my pleasure, as always, to have in the studio Hawks Bay's most glamorous gardener, Megan Williams. How are you going? I'm well, thank you. How are you? Good, although you have still got that crook leg. Yeah. But that's annoying you. <laughs> well, it is. I went out early in the morning before last because last year, and no, quite a few years ago, you might recall, I planted a row of iris. Mm-hmm. I planted a plow of iris in my vegetable garden. Because the blue flowers I thought would would um, bring the bees, pollination, blah, blah, blah. And I also planted a row of tulips. Well, the iris have multiplied and multiplied. The Mm. tulips have vanished. There wouldn't be one tulip left. But now, right this week, the iris are all coming out. And I've just got, you know, dozens, literally dozens of iris. So I went out yesterday morning, hobbled out, and I thought I'm going to pick some and put them in the house because they just look amazing. Mm. And I must have... Twisted my ankle somehow, and I got cast. <laughs> so there I was with an armful of iris, about a dozen iris in one arm, all fours on the garden. Yes. Not knowing, I couldn't go forward or back because my my foot just my ankle just wouldn't hold me. Not looking. So very I glamorous. just sat there. No, I was in my dressing gown. I looked hideous. <laughs> so I thought, you know, nobody's going to know. No. You know, I could just like yes, stay there, there forever. You, you know? could have been there now instead of here. Exactly. <laughs> and so I sort of waited because the pain, whatever it was, it was sort of right up past the 10 level it was about level 11 Mm. and the funny thing was that eventually when I waited and eventually sort of got myself crawled to the back to the back door and inside um then the the pain sort of vanished it was really this ankle has just got a mind of its own so yes but so you know the iris were put in a vase and look absolutely beautiful but um yeah but it's a good it's a good hint if you want something to sort of last I mean though the row of iris is still there straight as a die comes up this time of the year every year vanishes away to Mm. nothing when it you know when it dies down and they've multiplied and so I've now where I, I probably put in about 30 plants and I've now I've probably got about 60. Wow, that's which is really just good. Gorgeous. And it looks magnificent, mind you, the rest of the vegetable garden. But it pokes, <laughs> they poke up right through the weeds. And because of my ankle, I haven't been able to get rid of all the wandering willy. But I will, you know. Yeah, it's just got to do a little bit at a time. That's dead right. And that's what I have been doing. I think I talked to you last week about pulling out that arum lily. Yes, you did. And the three different ways I could do it. Well, I finished off that particular piece of garden and I've planted in it because I'd grown from seed in the glass house some... Um, Opium poppies and some stock and some halicrysians, um, which are flowers that you could dry. Um, I was a bit concerned because I'd bought a couple of packets of seeds of larkspurs and of, um, no, not the halicrysians, what was the other one? Oh, status. Mm. Because I have this thing, I was going to make these wonderful dried wreaths. So, of course, the halicrysians, they're those sort of paper flowers. Yes. They dry really well. The status dries really well, and so do the larkspurs. And nothing happened in the, the packets that I bought. So I took them back to where I bought them from, and they did give me some more mm. packets. So it would be interesting to see when I start. Maybe I, maybe it was too cold in the winter time. although it did say that it did mm. it in the winter on the back of the packet. So those are the, those are the that's what I'm into at the moment, trying to get some dried flowers. Last... Um, Sunday, even though my ankle was very sore, I managed to get a whole lot of um, seed trays. I planted broccoli, lettuce, 
I planted a lot of the, my own seeds from my pack, mm. basil um, in the kitchen. So this is, and I noticed just so that was Sunday. What's today? Thursday, and they've started to germinate wow. in the glass house. So you know the little. Well, that? It was supposed to be 20 today, but it's not. Hmm. Um, but um, And we are supposed to be getting a cold stretch in the weekends. But So this is the time to get your seeds in. I actually did go out on the weekend because it was a long weekend, and I bought my tomato plants, um, some more ba- some basil seedlings, and also my um, zucchinis. Uh, I'm not putting them into their containers yet and putting them out, just in case yes, we have a frost. It's a bit cold still. But I'm just looking after them, you know, making sure that I've got them now. So they've sort of been budgeted in. Yes. And um, so I will be putting them out into their... Um, I'm, I, last year I had great success with my tomatoes, put it, put it into a trough mm. just full of my compost, and the tomatoes were amazing. Put them in a sunny spot, and you just sort of moved them around until they were yeah. in a happy spot. And last year I had more than tomatoes, more than enough to do all my sauce. Just rewinding the tape a little bit, you mentioned there that you had a, a bunch of seeds which weren't um, the best, and you took them back and they gave you some more... That's not the first time I've heard that about seeds, but how would you know, for instance, me, I consider myself to be a black thumb. I'm useless in the garden, unlike yourself, who's the complete opposite. But if I went and bought seeds, which I go and buy pea seeds every year, I buy some new ones every year, and uh, I put them in the garden, and last year was pathetic. But so is it me or is it the seeds? No, uh, yeah, well, who knows? And I mean, I, I, that was why I took them back because I'd bought three packets of each, mm. three packets of the um, status and three packets of the Larkspurs. And I was really excited because mm. I had trouble finding those seeds. They were really hard to get. When I found them, I was really excited about it. Put them onto the trays, put them in the glass house, and just nothing happened. Um, and so it must have been the seed because my own seed that I get – um, always germinates yeah. and of course it's fresh and you see although they have the date on the back of the seeds so I believe that if they're not fit for purpose go back yes. so when you buy seeds just keep the docket although in this particular place because I'm a, a registered client sort of thing you yeah. know have they have the you know your loyalty cards and all that they just go into the computer and they can see that you just give them your phone number and she could see that I'd bought three packets yeah. of each and so she knew that I wasn't lying no. and I was but I was really upset because I was quite excited about getting these flowers dried and have them you know getting them ready to put into my wreaths so that's just gone out the window it'll be another year before I can do that as I was with my peas yeah exactly so my advice to you is to not buy the seed to go and buy the seedlings yes and then of course it's hardly worth it you might as well go and buy a packet of frozen peas because they know how to grow them (laughs) so but it's just the the, you know I think the right time of the year and um you know, put a put a put a row of seed in because the seed's not that expensive, really. No, I mean, it, well, I think it is. If you're buying, paying six dollars for a packet of seed, you want some to work. Yeah, it's the because, anticipation, though, isn't it? Exactly. So you know, put them in, then put some put some um, seedlings as well, and then you know, because often you'll find like I put a packet of gypsophila, a whole. I was really furious because I wanted. I decided gypsophila was another thing I could dry. And nothing has happened. But I, when I redid my um, seeds on Sunday, uh, I noticed that some of the packets I'd only put half of the seeds in, yeah. and they were still. And I'd ke- what I do is I put the packet of seed into a plastic bag and then clip it onto the seed tray, which mean and I put them in a plastic bag because otherwise the um, the snails and things will eat the packet. You see the packet <laughs> sort of disappears. And so in these packets were there was a couple of them that still had seeds in. And so I, um, I and I noticed this morning that one of the gypsophila seeds has germinated. Mm. Now whether it'll get eaten by snails or not, I don't know. I'm just going to guard it with my life. 
But, you know, so maybe it's just the environment, maybe it's not the right time of year, or who knows why they don't germinate. But what I do know is that my seed that I get from my broccoli, my silver beet, my lettuce, and my beetroot, you know, when I keep the seed and my stock, they seem to just germinate no problem. So what they about, are fresher. What about potatoes? Can you put potatoes in now? <laughs> Well, I You've put potatoes all in all year. Yeah, I do. I put them in all year round. Now, I had a bucket the other day. I had somebody coming, so I needed potatoes. So I took one of the buckets out that, you know, look, there was some dead potatoes in the top. So I thought, oh, that'll have potatoes in. And um, and I emptied it out, and sure enough, it had enough potatoes for for the mm. meal. And But what you'll notice is when you take those potatoes out, there will be those eyes, yes. and, and I will just cut the eyes off. Even though I don't peel my potatoes, I just mm. clean them. But I do cut the eyes off and just re put them in the bottom of, a, of another bucket. So it's, I'm sort of recycling mm. the potatoes the whole time. So there's constant potatoes there. And I've noticed up on the veranda that this, this last week they have taken off. A couple of them had got a bit frostbitten, mm. you know, because, you know, I know it shouldn't really be all the year round, but um, I just tried it for yeah, fun. Just lucky. And um, and I've noticed that they've just taken off that all the fresh potatoes and the ones that I hadn't harvested. They've got new things coming up because the potatoes that are left there, yeah. you know. So I that's sort that. of um, so to answer your question, certainly I would be putting my potatoes in now, yep. um, but I do not put them in my vegetable garden. I've done it so many times and nothing has I happened, know. and it's so funny. I don't bother. But I put them in the buckets. And it just seems to work. How weird is that? It is weird. And the carrots, I've put the carrots in buckets and the carrots have germinated, so I've now got more buckets of carrots too, which are going to be great. So you've got nothing in your veggie garden, about 400 buckets around the place. No, I've got Look, unfortunately, it, it is. I look like this really silly woman, this really silly <laughs> yes. bucket lady, and the veggie garden has got this row of beautiful iris in it. <laughs> I have got silver bake. I think I talked to you about that last week because I gave you that um, lovely silver bake, um, bake recipe, yes. and that was really successful. I, I hadn't tried it when I gave you the recipe mm. but I did try it over the weekend and it was really really good great way to get um, iron into children because it was a really lovely recipe if you can't grow silver but you can't grow anything exactly, what, exactly. what have you been doing in the kitchen well I made this the, that bake but um, I didn't bring a recipe in because I couldn't I, I had a lot in my phone but I didn't know how to <laughs> we <laughs> tried to get them but we don't know how to get them out well, so that's another sort of task that we have to do but so you said to me to, 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 to give a scone recipe which, is, which I do all the time in fact, our heritage trails, we have a bit of a joke. Whenever we go reconnoiter on our heritage trails, Megan always makes cheap yeah, scones, and the guys <laughs> the guys really love them. And they love it because they get to take some home afterwards yes. as well. So so I usually put three cups of flour. I don't normally have um, self-rousing flour, but you, know, you could either use three cups of self-rousing flour or three cups of ordinary flour and a, a teaspoon um, of Per cup, a teaspoon of baking powder. So, you, so for three cups of, I'd be putting three three spoons of um, baking powder in, um, a, probably half a teaspoon of salt, um, and then I would probably have about an ounce of butter, mm-hmm. and um, I usually chop it up first, and then I put put it into the um, the mixer, and then as you're mixing it around, just slowly pour milk in mm-hmm. until it um, starts to um, join together. And then I'd put a couple of cups of tasty cheese in and then um, put it out and, and then just chop it into square, you know, put it out into a square, yep. pat it down and chop it into scones of what about, uh, well, I, well, you can either use a cutter, yes. which makes them really nice, or just cut them up into squares, what, an inch and a half each, you know, square. And then you can put some more grated cheese on the top. Mm. You put it into a hot oven, 215. Yep. for 10 minutes 
Yeah. Go on, Megan, my pleasure as always. Look after yourself. Talk to the same time, same place next week. Take care. Bye bye. Don't forget the robin. This program was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Hawke's Bay, your community access media station. Thanks to New Zealand On Air for making this type of programming possible.